Welcome to Brand and New, brought to you by the International Trademark Association. INTA is a global association representing more than 30,000 brand owners and professionals dedicated to supporting trademarks and related intellectual property to foster consumer trust, economic growth, and innovation. In this podcast series, every two weeks, host Audrey Dove shares with you a new topic related to innovation and its impact for the legal world, with a special focus on intellectual property. My guest today is Sandra Mao, an Australian entrepreneur who founded the company Trademark Vision, now part of CompuMark. Thanks to her background in computer vision and engineering, she worked for the Australian government as a researcher and in IP commercialization as well, where she learned about IP protection. Trademark Vision launched five years ago the world's first visual search for trademarks, and now its image recognition technology is used to protect intellectual property rights through computer vision and machine learning algorithms. The innovative solutions provided to IP experts all over the world make Sandra's vision about the evolution of the IP ecosystem from trademarks to industrial designs particularly relevant. Sandra, you created a company based on the core idea that artificial intelligence-driven solutions can help brand owners and other IP rights holders better protect their assets. Can you guide us through how machine learning capabilities may provide more effective tools to manage intellectual property from prior rights search to infringement monitoring? Um, yeah, so um, I guess with Trademark Vision, during our customer discovery process, um, we found that companies had a need to protect their brand and uh, specifically their logos. And after realizing there's a lack of uh, AI and image recognition tools in this industry, we decided to focus on the area of uh, trademarks and IP protection. So we found out that um, while 40% of trademarks were image-based, there wasn't any uh, good way of searching for images. Uh, across the jurisdictions. Uh, so uh, the previous way was to use the coding system, which can vary from country to country. So for instance, um, Vienna codes in Europe, um, US design codes in the US, and a flat keyword system in Australia and Singapore. Um, so that made global searching very challenging because the coding systems were all different and unique to the jurisdiction. The images would come back in the thousands unordered which was very time-consuming and costly. So that's why we thought AI and image recognition can really help this process. Uh, it's what technology is best at, <laughs> sorting through tons of data. That's why we launched Trademark Vision, which um, used our reverse image search engine to scan through global trademark registers and present um, to users both visually and semantically similar trademark results in a matter of seconds, which saves time, improves accuracy, and um, most importantly, protects brands. With machine learning, we've seen a really big shift in this industry since our original launch back in 2013. The industry has really embraced it, and we're finding a lot of people, IP attorneys, corporates, as well as uh, governments, the PTOs of the world, um, using our technology. And we're very proud to say uh, EUIPO and IP Australia are our partners. 
the PTO is adopting it has really changed the industry's perception about AI and image recognition technology and has set a new standard. And we're now looking for the many applications uh, within the trademark ecosystem. What can you share about these applications? So I guess uh, some of the applications... Um, Aside from instantly being able to uh, go from like search a few countries to dozens of countries uh, in the trademark space, uh, we're also exploring uh, applications in industrial designs, for instance. Industrial designs is another IP right. In trademarks, while 40% of trademarks are image-based, 100% of industrial design applications are image because <laughs> it's protecting the form of a product, which can be 2D or 3D. So our uh, AI and image recognition engine has been retrained and retuned to work for industrial designs. And we're launching that product uh, starting with six countries and soon to be, I think, 17 countries in the following months. The fact that markets are increasingly online and global has raised new threats and challenges that traditional IP-related protection solutions may not effectively address. When new clients reach out to you for assistance, what are the reasons or needs they usually raise? Of course, when it comes to the IP space, uh, infringement is definitely a big concern. Like you mentioned, um, with globalization and online markets, it, there's definitely a lot of different issues there. So I guess maybe focusing specifically on trademarks first. Uh, CompuMark actually recently released a great report looking at the trademark ecosystem uh, that's found that 81% of companies experience some type of trademark infringement. And this is growing from 74% the previous year. So there's definitely uh, more infringement and more concern about that. There's uh, also an increasing number of uh, trademark registrations worldwide, I believe a 30% increase from year to year. So that's not only is there more infringement, but it's getting, there's more and more data, which means it's harder and harder to search for it and harder and harder to watch for it without uh, technology-aided solutions. Is it different for industrial designs? It's the same with industrial designs as well. A uh, growing number of infringements and growing number of registrations uh, all result in uh, technology-aided solutions. And what about counterfeiting? Um, we definitely see um, growing conversation about anti-counterfeiting as well in the online space. Um, so we have we are actually looking into exploring how we can leverage our image recognition technology and the uh, trademark assets that we have to help protect uh, products online as well. We understand that in a broad and simplified outline, AI-driven IP search solutions rely a lot on pre-existing databases of pictures to compare one specific picture, design, or visual brand with all those included in these databases. How, in practice, is this pool of input data fed to keep it as exhaustive and up-to-date as possible? Do you rely on internet mining or partnerships with IP offices around the world, or maybe other sources? Um, yeah, so um, prior to the acquisition, we um, managed our own data. So we would get data from IP offices around the world, and we did a, a little bit of our own internet mining for uh, the app stores uh, to, get, uh, to make sure our common law data sets uh, were up to date as well. However, 
one of the best things about this acquisition and being part of the CompuMark family is that we instantly get access to data uh, from the various offices and third parties. So being a technology company, it's a treasure trove. <laughs> so we just apply our technology to all this data and uh, instantly we get enhanced capability and there's so much data to train AI from. The solutions offered by your company focus a lot on visual recognition, meaning that their algorithms are mainly designed to process graphic data such as images, pictures, or logos. Which reasons made you decide to focus on this aspect of branding and IP more generally? And do you think that the visual aspects of brands and trademarks has become more relevant than it used to be? especially in a context where most ads and services are provided online. And does the fact that many IP experts consider that we will shortly run out of original verbal trademarks wait in your development strategy? Uh, that's, a, that's a very good question. I guess to answer the last question first, that's a pretty good observation, actually, that... Uh, Uh, verbal trademarks might run out, uh, same with domain names. Uh, honestly, it didn't really factor into our strategy of focusing on images, mainly because my background was in computer vision, which was why image recognition made sense for that side of the problem to me. So, But that's a good point. I guess the reason we decided to focus on the image aspect of branding is um, not only my background, but just like the sheer size of the challenge. We know that like brand assets, like logos or images uh, are very recognizable. Uh, when you look at like an Apple logo, you instantly uh, recognize it and associate it with quality. So I think the image transmits a lot of brand value and creates uh, trust and brand loyalty. And I guess that's one of the reasons why I think there's so many trademark images being registered, hence uh, us wanting to develop the technology to make that more protectable. We have the philosophy that the more protection uh, you can have around it, the more valuable the brand can be. So Sandra, the demand for IP titles, patents, trademarks, industrial designs, uh, copyright, is rapidly increasing and becoming more complex. Your company is based on the assumption that AI, big data analytics, and other new technologies, such as blockchain, can be used to address these challenges. Beyond AI-driven visual research solutions, such as those offered by Trademark Vision today and its competitors, how do you think AI and big data could be of assistance to IP rights holders in the near future. Do you see any innovation from legal tech companies and beyond you can foresee to generalize and become available for companies in relation to IP management and protection? Yeah, so I guess, uh, like you said, AI and big data can assist IP rights holders across the board not only in the visual sense, uh, although that is our expertise, but in other areas. Uh, we've actually worked with AI applied to uh, more natural language processing areas. Uh, so taking a look at things like various classes, goods and services, etc., for looking at AI solutions in that space. Additionally, while we focused preliminarily on trademarks and industrial designs, copyrights and patents are also a big treasure trove of data. 
and lots of AI opportunities there. So we are actually looking to some of those areas, both in the visual sense and beyond that as well. So uh, yeah, I think uh, you'll be hearing more about this uh, very shortly. Turning to your company's own IP, how did you make sure to provide an adequate protection of your algorithms, machine learning capabilities, and input data sets from the outset and in all markets where you operate? And how do you ensure to keep this protection effective given these assets are meant to evolve and be updated on an ongoing basis? Um, well, yeah, uh, I guess being in the IP space, uh, we definitely thought to protect our IP. So we did file uh, patent applications on various algorithms and approaches. We have quite a few in our patent portfolio. So uh, hopefully that will provide some aspects of protection for us. Additionally, we just really moved very quickly in this space. We were also very responsive to our clients and incorporated a lot of client feedback into our products to really fine tune it to uh, this industry. So uh, as you know, and I'm sure our listeners know, the IP space is very different to a lot of um, generic problems out there. Uh, if you look out on the web to try to find image recognition solutions, any off-the-shelf solution will not work that well for trademarks. There's so many nuances to this space. So we really tuned our technology to solve the problems in this industry, which I think is a pretty good barrier to entry. Having as much data as we do uh, means that we can continue improving uh, our technology and AI ahead of the curve. And working with governments really helps industry adoption uh, and standard setting as well. So. Hopefully all of this will help us not only um, maintain what we have, but really deliver more value in the future to industry and solve uh, more pains for our end users. Any feedback from your clients or case study you could share? Yeah, I guess an example is the Chilean trademark office uh, using the technology for examination. We also have case study with King and Mallison's using our technology to monitor actually, I believe nearly a thousand trademarks watch portfolio. Uh, so they're really trying to provide value to their clients uh, with the use of some of our AI tools. To conclude, Sandra, tell us your secret. How do you keep up with innovation? And if you had one practical advice to share, what would it be? <laughs> Wait a minute. If I, if I tell you my secret, then it's not a secret anymore. <laughs> um, I guess um, uh, definitely one of the uh, secrets that we have is uh, listen to your clients. I, I think uh, I did mention that before, and I do think it's the first step to keeping up with uh, what's needed in the market, which is supported by technology innovation. So knowing their concerns, what's keeping them up at night, and having an open mind to being challenged about uh, your preconceptions. I think this helps us find uh, solutions for clients that you wouldn't have thought about otherwise. We learned a lot about this space and we learned about this uh, the IP space by speaking with a lot of clients. So uh, one of the nice things about being not an IP lawyer is that 
when we come into a problem uh, and speak to a new type of client, whether they're in-house lawyers or uh, IP uh, attorneys or uh, trademark examiners, they're really willing to explain to us how the system works, what the rules are, and the challenges that they're facing. We learn a lot about this industry by just speaking to people who practice it. Additionally, um, we are actually quite actively involved in INTA. So uh, I sit on the INTA Designs Committee and hear about the latest industry news and trends that way as well. And we also read the INTA newsletters. Thank you, Sandra. Oh, thank you, Audrey. My guest today was Sandra Mo, the founder of Trademark Vision, now VP at CompuMark, who developed image recognition technology tools to help IP rights holders. Thank you for listening. Be sure to tune in every two weeks on Tuesday for future episodes of Brand and New, a podcast from the International Trademark Association. If you liked this episode and think someone else would too, please share it. And to learn more about INTA, please visit INTA.org.